As you can imagine, the left is not at all happy with Elon Musk, which means he must be doing something right. <laughs> What's up? This is Mark K saves the Republic. And I'll tell you what, man, I know it's been a, I know it's been a hot minute and I need to apologize for that. A couple of things happened. First of all, uh, I got sick. Well, first of all, okay. Yes, I got a cold and then it was Thanksgiving and then my cold got worse and then I lost my voice. And I figured, you know what I should, I, I, there was like maybe on Friday of last week, I probably could have pushed through and gotten a podcast out. But um, you know what I thought to myself? I thought, let, it's just one day this week. Let me just, let me just hold off one more day. Let me take the weekend. Let me do my exercises. Let me take, you know, and get, let me get back on the, in the swing of things and make sure that I'm 100% before I come back. And guess what? Today I came back this morning, 100% ready to go. So again, thank you to everybody. And I apologize. I know. I know a lot of people really, really love this podcast. And I know a lot of people listen to it every day. And if it's not here, then I understand. I understand that it gets a little, it gets a little, you know, annoying for folks. But I do want you to know that I'm, and if, if I'm not doing it for whatever reason, if I'm not, if this podcast is not um, working or if you're not getting it, then you know, it's something that's a pretty big deal. And, uh, and, you know, me losing my voice, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. It'd be like, It'd be like, you know, your favorite athlete losing a leg or something. And then just waiting. I mean, but of course my voice comes back. Legs don't come back. So I guess that's the, so it's not really the best metaphor because if you lose a leg, you're done. Your career's over. If you lose your voice, you just, you know, wait a couple of days, drink some tea. And anyway, you know what? You, you get the point. Uh, I'm, I'm back and I'm so glad to be here. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a very interesting show today because there is, um, there is something going on with Elon Musk and Twitter over the weekend that hold on I'm trying to it ch check your email I'm trying to I'm trying to log into the Substack so I can get all the information and I don't have a Substack myself but I know a lot of people do and you know here's a link to sign in to the Substack sign in now that's what I tried to do oh perfect here we go so uh, over the weekend or I guess last week what happened was um, Matt, T Matt Tabby, Tabby, I'm not really sure. I don't even really know how to, under how to uh, pronounce his name, but Matt Tabby is a reporter. He used to be a Democrat reporter for one of those news, Washington Post or New York Times. I don't even know. And he, uh, Elon, he's now since become more conservative because of his stance on Donald Trump, meaning he didn't think Donald Trump was colluding with Russia. And if you're a, a Democrat reporter for the New York Times and you say something ridiculous, like Donald Trump is not colluding with Russia. You're excommunicated. You're kicked out, man. You're done. You can no longer be a Democrat in good standing unless you believe that not only is Donald Trump the worst person in the entire world, but he also colluded with Russia. Um, and so Matt Tully, Matt Tabby, Tabby, I don't know, uh, Matt T, Matty T, we'll call him. Uh, Matty T got uh, kind of excommunicated and, and he became a citizen journalist. He has a sub stack. And uh, Elon Musk is also a big fan of his. So when Elon Musk wanted to re release what he calls the Twitter files, the Twitter files went to Matt, uh, Matty T and over the, I guess it was December 2nd, which would have been what, like Friday. Yeah. So Friday, these things got released and man, I'll tell you what it's, it's curious to me how it's not curious at all. Okay. It's kind of, what's interesting to me is the kind of record that these people at Twitter before Elon Musk got there, the, the audacity of them to keep these records detailing their, speaking of collusion, collusion with the Joe Biden administration to get him reelected. They detailed in, I mean, in, in great detail, names, email addresses, times, places, who they met with, how they were able to bury 
the Hunter Biden laptop story, despite the fact that it was 100% true and also coming from a really reliable source. I mean, the New York Post, that ain't no, that ain't no rag. No one's lining the birdcage with the New York Post. I mean, maybe a couple days later, but the New York Post is one of our oldest uh, papers. It's over 200 years old. It was founded by Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton, the first Treasury Secretary of the United States of America. So, you know, pretty reputable paper. Um, and all of a sudden, you've got, uh, you've got, you know, in 2020, when this Hunter Biden laptop story came out, all of a sudden, you have this whole, you know, I guess, disgrace um, plan for the New York Post. This is not reporting. This is shoddy. This is unconfirmed. We're going to bury it. We're going to lock the New York Post out of their Twitter account. We're going to lock Kaylee McEnany, then press secretary, out of her Twitter account because she retweeted the New York Post story. I mean, all of it was just ridiculous. It was unfounded and it was totally biased. And everybody that was everybody that was sitting on the sidelines, me, everybody else, we all said this is really I mean, this has got to be stopped. But it, it, it proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that Twitter and basically all of big tech and social media was firmly in the grasp of the Democrat Party. So Matt uh, Matty T wrote this thread and it's a thread. It's a lot of tweets and he outlined it all so that people could read it. He started off by saying, number one, the uh, thread, the Twitter files. What you're about to read is the first installment in, the, in a series based upon thousands of internal documents obtained it by sources at Twitter. The Twitter files tell an incredibly true story from inside one of the world's largest and most influential social media platforms. It is a Frankenstein tale of a human-built mechanism grown out of the control of its designer. Listen to that. That's, that's, uh, that I don't know about. That, I feel like this was exactly what this was designed to do. Twitter in its conception was a brilliant tool for enabling instant mass communication, making a true real-time global conversation possible for the first time. And then he goes on and on and on and on. Uh, by 2020, oh, here we go. Slowly, over time, Twitter staff and executives began to find more and more uses for these tools. Tools like as, uh, oh, let me go back one more. Here we go. As time progressed, the company was slowly forced to add barriers. Some of the first tools for controlling speech were designed to combat the likes of spam and financial fraudsters. Slowly over time, Twitter staff and executives began to find more and more uses for these tools. Outsiders began petitioning the company to manipulate speech as well. First a little, then more often, then constantly. By 2020, requests from connected actors to delete tweets were routine. One executive would write to another, more to review from the Biden team. They would come back handled. So this is an email, it looks like, from October 24th, 2020. And it says, more tweets from the Biden team. It's a list of one, two, three, four, five. Thanks to all. And then someone re replied back, uh, handled these. So what we're seeing is the Joe Biden administration, and we knew this because Jen Psaki would talk about how she... She would tell Facebook what they wanted to post. They would have bullet points and that kinds of things. But they would directly send a list. Someone at the Joe Biden White House and administration was sending a list of these tweets to uh, Twitter and saying, get rid of these. Or I guess at that point it was, I guess at that point it was candidate Biden because uh, he hadn't been elected yet. It was still before the election. Celebrities and unknowns alike could be remo removed or reviewed at the, uh, at the behest of a political party. And then he posts a clip um, saying, I grabbed the first one under SI, defer to safety on the high-profile second one. One was real James Woods. One was Stephen Luan. These are, but real James Woods, you know, is the actor. He's very conservative. Uh, both parties had access to these tools. For instance, in 2020, requests from both the Trump White House and the Biden campaign were received and honored. However, 
this system wasn't balanced. It was based on contacts because Twitter was and is overwhelmingly staffed by people from one political orientation. There were more channels, more ways to complain open to the left than the right. And then they go through and he lists uh, contributions by party of recipient. And it just, I mean, it's really, you can just, you can just start to see on October 4th. This is where it gets really interesting. Uh, on October 14th, 2020, the New York post published Biden's secret emails, an expose based on the contents of Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop. Twitter took extraordinary steps to suppress the story, removing links and posting warnings that it may be quote unsafe. They even blocked its transmission via direct message, a tool hitherto reserved for extreme cases, e.g. child pornography. White House spokeswoman Kaylee McEnany was locked out of her account for tweeting about the story, prompting a furious letter from Trump campaign staffer Mike Hahn, who seed at least pretend to care for the next 20 days. And this was Mike Hahn to uh, to somebody, oh, to people that worked at Twitter, Lauren Duvall, politics, whatever. Kaylee McEnany has been locked out of her account for simply talking about the New York Post story. All she did was cite the story and firsthand reporting that has been reported by other outlets and not disputed by the Biden campaign. I need an answer immediately on how, when she will be unlocked. I don't appreciate how anyone on this, how nobody on this team called me regarding the news that you'll be censoring news articles. Like I said, at least pretend to care for the next 20 days. This led public policy executive Carolyn Strom to send out a polite WTF query. Several employees noted that there was tension between the comms policy teams who had little less control over the moderation, blah, 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 blah. Strom's note returned the answer that the laptop story had been removed for violation of the company's hacked materials policy. And it goes on and on and on and on. Now, you can, uh, as we get down, let's get back to this one, because this is where, um, by this point, everyone knew this was effed, said one former employee, but the response was essentially to err on the side of continuing to err. So Twitter figured out that this was bad. They figured out that they'd screwed the pooch and they decided to continue to do so because they figured that nothing else would, uh, nothing else would, would um, save them. And then Rokan, there's emails from Rokana. There's so much stuff. Now there's also documentation from this guy who was the public policy safety, this Yoel Roth or whatever his name is. And he talked about directly meeting with the FBI and directly uh, being in direct contact with the, the White House. So now here's what we know. Based on these Twitter documents that we're seeing, we have a, an organization which is one of the largest ways that the media and politicians, I mean, look, there's different types of social media. You know, Facebook is for old folks to share pictures of their, their niece and nephews and, and their Thanksgiving dinner. Snapchat is for teens, horny teens, to send nude pictures of each other's private parts. Um, you know, Instagram is for anyone who thinks that they're more attractive than they are. Uh, TikTok is for China to spy on us. And then you've got Twitter, which is basically for news organizations, reporters, celebrities, and politicians to uh, get their message directly to their constituents and also troll each other. That's what Twitter's goal is. And this is the organization, this is the platform that worked directly with the Biden administration, directly with the Democrats, directly with the FBI and other organizations. They did all of this and they did it in an effort to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story. They did it in an effort to lock Donald Trump's campaign team and his staffers, because he was in the White House at the time, out of their Twitter account so they could no longer communicate. They did this in an effort to alter the course of American history and change the election. It was an in-kind donation to Joe Biden, 
And it shows that Joe Biden and the media worked system, uh, systematically together to, you know, just thwart any kind of ideas that Joe Biden's not the best person in the world. We have a laptop. We've got emails. It shows criminal intent. It shows potential uh, fraud. It shows payoffs and, and bribery. It shows all of, and not just by Joe, but by his son, by his brother-in-law, probably other people, M money going directly to the big guy. We have all this information. It's right there on the laptop. And Joe Biden knows it. The New York Post knows it. Everybody knows it. Um, but they're, they're petrified that it will sway the course of the election toward Donald Trump. So they bury it. And this is, uh, by the way, this is just the first group of documents that Elon Musk has uh, released. And as you can imagine, the major media, for the most part, is ignoring the story. The major media, for the most part, is not reporting on any of these documents. The major media, for the most part, is not reporting on the collusion between Joe Biden and Twitter, mainly because they also were doing the same damn thing. And, um, and even though more of these documents are coming out, it's not going to get the same is not going to get the same kind of priority that um, it would have, however, if the tables were turned. Now, this is not, like I said, Elon Musk has promised more, and hopefully he lives up to that promise. Um, I believe Matty T is going to get more of this information. He's going to publish more of it. Remember, this is important because just like the Hunter Biden laptop story, it takes time for these things to be, it takes time for these things to be repeated and republished in the mainstream media because they're culpable. Their friends are culpable. Their, their allies are culpable. These are people that they look to for guidance and for help and for content. These are people who they've sworn to protect. And now when the news turns against them, it's very difficult for them to go, oh my God, I have to turn against my friends. What am I going to do? They're going to feel like they're left out in the cold. Um, but eventually the truth will come out. I mean, it's already coming out. It's going to come out a, a lot faster. And it then becomes our goal, in my humble opinion, to spread the story. And this is something we... You know, I, I really feel like the time is now for this. This is something that we investigated about a year ago, or we talked about a little while ago when the Hunter Biden laptop story first came out. So I guess two years ago is this idea of, of a, you know, of a citizen journalist brigade. And, um, you know, we talked about putting one together. We talked about, you know, getting this information to you guys. And I know like a lot of people don't want to talk. They don't want to do videos. They don't want to do whatever, but all you have to do is take the content that's already out there. You can take these tweets from, you know, Maddie T. You could take this podcast from me. You could take any one of my shows. If you hear something and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that. If you watch one of my videos on Facebook or on TikTok or on Instagram and you're like, this is crazy. All, I mean, it's really easy. All you have to do is share that. Share that with somebody who may not know it. Share it on your timeline. Share it with your listeners. Email it to five people. That's the only thing you have to do. Or, uh, and it's the best way to help. You know, people seem to think they need to go and, and just relay the whole message. It's not like that anymore. You can just point and click and get the information that needs to be out there, out there. And this is something that we're going to have to dedicate ourselves to over the next two years because there's a big presidential election coming up and Joe Biden looks like he's going to, he's, he's putting himself in place to run again and potentially win again, unless we can figure out a way to stop him. So that's, that's my goal to you. I'm going to continue to create all this content. If you can help us get out there and, and share it. And if we can do that together, hopefully we can get the information about the, the, the shenanigans and the tomfoolery and the downright criminal crap that the Democrats have been doing for a long time. All this ridiculousness about Joe Biden being a fantastic person when really he's one of the most evil people to ever live in this country or anywhere else. How his whole entire family is, is based around a crime syndicate that is funneling money from our worst enemies. I mean, look, it's not even like they're taking money from France, you know, or... 
don't know, what's another one? Like the Netherlands. It's not like Australia is like, good eye, mate, here's two million. We need access to the White House. Crikey, give 10% to the big guy. It's not like that. It's not Australia. It's China. It's Russia. It's Ukraine. It's Moscow. It's the most devious and, 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 and corrupt people on the earth. Also, the same people that would love to see nothing more than this country uh, destroyed uh, from the inside out. And Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the entire Biden family is not only helping them do it, but profiting off of it. The New York Post knows it. Twitter knows it. Elon Musk knows it. We all know it. We need to get that message out there before 2024. So whatever, and you know what? Take this podcast. If you're watching this video on Locals or if you're watching on YouTube, send it to somebody. Let them know, hey, this is going on, guys. You need to listen to this guy. You need to listen to this message. You need to get this information. And you need to then, then tell other people because it's the only way we're going to spread the message. The mainstream media, they're failing at it. They are purposely suppressing this info. We've all got to be citizen journalists. We've all got to be like a brigade of, of citizen journalists, like a squad. And we've got to continue to create, promote, publish, distribute, and share all of this info. So if you, whatever, wherever you're watching this or listening to it, please, uh, you know, please take the time to do that today because we've only got two more years, folks, and we've all got to band together if we're really going to save the Republic.